Today I'd like to do a, a prayer for salvation. But first of all, I want to talk to you about salvation. I want to talk to you what Jesus did at Calvary. Today we live in a very corrupt, dark world that's did everything he can to shame the name of Jesus, to blaspheme the name of Jesus. But there's no name under heaven where man must be saved. But by the name of Jesus, there's no hope outside of Christ. God made a way that you can have eternal life. God made a way that you don't have to die in your sin. God never prepared hell for anyone, but for the devil and his angels. But when a man denies the cross, when he denies the sacrifice, when he denies the only hope for his soul, he can go to that place. And God would be justified by doing it because God made a way that you don't have to go. Some of you that listen to me right now might have backslid on God. Something has happened where you blame God and, and you served God and you'd wonder, where was God when this went down? Why is God leaving me alone? And it's caused you to draw your heart from the Lord. Turn your back on the Lord. You stop reading your Bible. You stop praying. You stop going to church. Because you think God has left you. But my word says, God's word says, He'll never leave us nor forsake us. The devil is the liar, not God. The devil promises death and destruction and hell, not God. God has made a way that you don't have to go to that place. God has made a way through your, His Son that you can have eternal life with Him. Well, how much money do I have to give? What religious system do I have to join? None of that. Romans 10 verse 9 says, If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ, and believe in your heart that God arose him from the dead, you shall be saved. But with the mouth, confession is made unto righteousness. That's where it starts. It starts with a good, good old heart repentance. A good, solid repentance. A good, faith repentance. Where you can find the peace of God, you can find the hope, you can find the salvation. God loves you. And He doesn't want you to die in your sins. He's made a way through Jesus Christ that you can live forever. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8. In verse 9, For by grace you are saved through faith, not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. You can't earn this salvation. 
There's no work of, of religion or righteousness that you can do. There's no, there's no function on this planet you can do to earn that salvation. Nothing man can conjure up in his mind through religious practices. But it's through the salvation, the hope in Jesus, the cross, through repentance, asking the Lord to forgive you of your sins and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Come into the Lord, realize you're a sinner and you need a Savior. You realize you can't make it without Jesus. A preacher can't save you. A priest can't save you. A rabbi can't save you. Man does not have the power to save a soul. Jesus is the only way that you can find peace with God. Some of you listening to me tonight had a tragic thing happen in your life. And you blame God. I want to remind you there's a real devil out there. And he's going to do what he has to do to pull you from the grace of God. He's going to fight everything you try to do for the Lord. Every time you try to walk in in, in the grace of God, Satan's going to try to destroy that. He would love you to put your dependence on religion. He would love you to put your dependence on a preacher, a priest, a rabbi. But my Bible says that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the light. No man comes to the Father but by him. Hallelujah. We know that Jesus is the the price that was paid for our sins. We are justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom I set forth a propitiation by His blood through faith to demonstrate His righteousness. Because in his forbearance, God had passed over the sins that were previously committed. And you can read that out of Romans chapter 24, in verse 25. Chapter 3, verse 24 and 25. God had passed over the sins that were previously committed. That means that he has washed them away. God doesn't count them to your credit anymore if you've, you've repented. Every sin you've ever committed in your life could be erased today, right now. This very minute, you could be saved. And you could start a brand new life. Am I saying you're going to be perfect? No. Am I saying that you're going to not mess up? Yes, you're going to mess up. But God will give you the grace to overcome any sin, anything that's in your life where you'll gain victory through Jesus Christ. 
Grace does not give you a license to sin. Just because you're under grace, that doesn't give you a license to sin. I used to use these terms like breezy grace, sloppy agape. I don't do that anymore because there's nothing greasy about the grace of God. There's nothing sloppy about the gospel. The grace of God is the most powerful, righteous, holy thing that God can give to man. Because we don't deserve it. I don't want to lie because I'm in a church. I want to lie. I don't want to lie because I love Jesus, because I've been saved. The convicting power of the Holy Spirit will deal with you. Just saying a prayer tonight won't save you. It's whether you're willing to commit your life to Jesus. And turn your life to Christ. And live a holy life. That's right, I said it, a holy life. A separate life from this world. You might be saying, Berlin, I don't know if I can do that. I don't know if I can stop the sinning that I'm doing. You're right, you can't. But the Holy Spirit in you will give you the power to overcome to, to live free from sin. That's right. The Bible says we've been made free from the law of sin and death. You can be free today. But everybody sins. Not everybody's a sinner. I'm not a sinner. Well, Brother Lee, you sound like you've been a little self-righteous. No, I'm not. God has given me dominion over the sin that was in my life. He's given me power to overcome sin. Do I fail God? Yes. Do I sin? Sometimes yes. But God in His grace, if I have sinned, and, and when I sin, or, uh, He gives me an advocate. I have an advocate with the Lord. If I confess my sins, He's faithful just to forgive me my sins. Brothers and sisters, I'm going to tell you right now, I wouldn't want to live no other life than what I'm living right now. In the power of God's grace. That's what gives me victory over sin. I am not a sinning Christian. If you're born again, you're not a sinning Christian. You despise sin. Sin's a reproach to God. And you can be forgiven. Don't let a preacher lie and say we're all, all we're all sinners. That's not true. He said, "When I was born again, I was made free. For the wages of sin is death. If you're a sinner tonight, claiming to be a Christian, you'll go to hell. I don't care how big your title is. I don't care how many times you call yourself a Christian." God has given us victory over sin. And that's the blood of Jesus. Don't die without Him. If you happen to be strolling the internet and you come across this program, Press from the Swamp, this is your day to get right with God. 
This is your time. Today is the day of salvation. Today is the day to make it right. Today is the day you can settle with God. Find peace with the Lord. Nothing brings me more joy than to see a sinner repent of his sins and come to the Lord. If you're backslidden, the Lord has said he'll leave the 99 in the back, the sheeps, the shepherd will leave the 99, and he go looking for that one sheep that went astray. And when he's returned and he's found it, he rejoices over the, 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 uh, the uh, one sheep that over the 99 that never went astray. God is a good God. But God who is rich in mercy, because of his great love, wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, listen to that, even when we're dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you are saved. Ephesians 2, verse 4 and 5. I have some children and I know I would do anything I can for them. If you would ask me for something, I might tell you no. But my sons and my daughters come to me. I'll find a way. I'll do what I have to do to make their pain go away. To meet their need. Because that's my sons and my daughters. I have a covenant with them because they're of my body. They're part of me. And I'll do what I have to do. And there's not one of you that has children out there wouldn't do the same thing. Don't tell me you love me as much as you love them. Because you're going to do for them what you wouldn't do for me. Because you have a covenant with your children. How much more is the Father in heaven with His grace toward us? He loves us. He just, he don't cast us off the first time we mess up. He justifies us when we repent and restores us. The prodigal son is the perfect, perfect example. Some of you have walked away from the father's house and decided, my God, to try the world. To run with the world. But you found out the world hated you. The world was taken from you. The world was destroying you. That's that prodigal son. Spent all that his father let him have. After he had nothing left, his friends deserted him. 
And he was found a job feeding the pigs, eating the slops that came from the pig troughs. He ate what the pigs ate. But the Bible says he came to himself. He said, I had it better in my father's house. I'm going to go back to my father's house and I'm going to say, Lord, I'm not worthy to be called your son. Don't make me as one of your hired servants. But when the father saw him coming down the road, clothes all torn, his face all dirty, the Lord looked on him or the father said, this is my son. And he went and he braced him like he never left. Put a ring on his hands and shoes on his feet and put a robe on his back. He restored him. And you know what? You might feel God could never forgive me. I walked away from him. He's waiting at the end of the road for you. He's waiting for you. And God ran. The father ran to his son and embraced him. Before I pray, I want to tell you about another story. Hosea. Hosea was a prophet. And the Lord told him to marry a prostitute called Gomer. And the Lord was trying to give a prophecy to Israel. Israel had drifted away from the Lord. God wanted to restore them. So Gomer, after a while, married to Hosea, decided she's going to return to her prostitute life. And she started to... To the start prostituting again, selling herself. And after a while, she was so used, so destroyed, no one wanted her. After she's been used and torn to pieces by this world, she's on the auction block of slavery. And someone was going to sell her. But Hosea saw her. The Lord said, buy her back. My God. You might be running from God right now. You might be abused. And the world has destroyed you. And you have no hope. The Lord has paid the price for you. Hosea went and he paid top dollar and took her back. But now she had to commit herself to serving Hosea and never to go back. And all of a sudden, Hosea bought her back. After she's run with this world, after the world has ripped her of everything, all hope, all dignity, all her beauty was gone. 
But the prophet bought her back and took her back. And that's what the Lord wants to do for you today. That's what the Lord wants to do for you. Pray with me. Pray with me. Ask the Lord to forgive you of your sins. Come back to the Father's house. You that have backslid on Him. You that never gave your life to Jesus are making a new start today. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, right now, we are come together with these people that are listening tonight. Those that never made a commitment to you, that realized they were dying, their sin was destroying, they've been bound up by alcohol, bound up by drugs. Bound up by wickedness. They can't even close their eyes at night, Father, because there's so, so much shame in their heart and conviction in their heart. And saying, how could I get rid of this? How could I find peace in my life? I followed the devil and he's destroyed me and taken everything. He's stolen what I've had. And those that are backslidden and ate in the Father's house experience the Spirit of God. Father, bring them back from the hog trough. Save them, Father. Pray with me, those out there right now. We're going to ask the Lord to come into your life, to restore you. Change you. Father, right now, I pray through the Holy Ghost, through your power, Lord Jesus, through the blood, whatever it takes, Father, save these people, Lord God. Save the backsliders. Save the laws. Bring them to you. Pray with me now, y'all, that will listen. Heavenly Father, I know I'm a sinner. And I know my life has been messed up and has been wicked. I can't stand myself anymore. I can't stand the way I'm living my life anymore. I need to feel forgiven. I need to feel peace. I need to feel the joy in my life. I need to feel God in my life. I believe, pray with me y'all, I believe Jesus died on the cross. I believe he's coming back. I believe he paid the price for my sins. In the name of Jesus, I accept him as my savior. As my king, my lord. In Jesus' name. If you prayed that tonight, and you've meant it from your heart. If you really were serious with God, your life has changed. You're a new creature in Christ. Every sin you've ever committed is gone. It's washed away. Don't let the devil lie to you and tell you, why would God forgive you? He has, as he's forgiven me many years ago.
Why would God want to save someone like you? That's the devil lying to you. Don't listen to him. Say, devil, you're a liar and the father of all lies. God has saved me because his word says so. If I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and believe in my heart that God will raise him from the dead, I shall be saved. That is the power of God. That is the grace of God. That is the salvation of God. That's what he wants for you. In Jesus' name. I want you to find a place tonight to pray. Kneel by your bed. Find you a, a closet somewhere. Go into a bathroom somewhere by yourself. And talk to your father. Because his ears are open unto you. He wants to give you the best life. I'm not telling you it's going to be an easy life because Satan's at the door. He's going to fight you. Find you a Bible-believing church somewhere. Get with other believers somewhere that love the Lord. Have them pray for you. Find you a fellowship somewhere where people love Jesus. And Lord, I ask you to guide these people. Lord, guide those that have come to you, those that are back to us return. Guide them, Father. Work in them, Father. Put them in a place where they can learn. Amen. Jesus' name. I want to know what God is doing for you. You can go to the Coda Homes Fellowship Facebook page and you can leave comments there. Or you can go to the Brothers Just Searching page and leave comments there. And God, listen, I want to hear, I want to know what God has done in your life. In the name of Jesus, have a blessed, blessed life. A blessed Christian life because you're not alone. Jesus is with you now. You're in the shadow of his wings. Stay near God's shadow. Stay close to the Lord. Read your Bible, pray. And let the Lord bless you. Today's a new start. A new beginning. Brand new start. You're a new creature. You're a new person in Christ. Old things have passed away. Behold, everything has become new. That old man has died. That old woman has died. Tonight, serve the Lord with, with the power of His Spirit. Serve the Lord fervently. Hold on to Jesus with all your heart. God bless you. You have, you have a wonderful Christian life now. In Jesus' name.